hey, New York City, and hey, London, England, we are playing shows in your cities. Uh, New York City, we're playing in Brooklyn, New York. Mm -hmm. Tommy, you're in Brooklyn. Yeah, we're, I'm in it right now. Yeah, we're playing Union Hall on April 10th. And uh, London, we're playing our favorite place to play, uh, King's Place, in June, on June 25th, 26th, and 27th. Uh, you can get tickets to all of this at tcgte.com slash live. They're all on sale now. Get them now. Uh, should we announce uh, topics? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. tcgte.com slash live. Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Tom. I'm Tim. Tim, I, sorry, I startled you, you sta apparently. I didn't know we were starting and you were you were more energetic than usual. Yeah. I, I like this side of you, Tom. Well, you got this go get em attitude that I, that I haven't seen in a couple of years from you, Tom. <laughs> in years? Yeah, it wasn't until till your it's early podcast. It's been a rough podcast. decade. Yeah, well. It's been a rough decade on us all. The last time I was, I was, I felt that you had the appropriate level of enthusiasm was mm -hmm. like maybe April 2010. Yeah, it's a long time now. Yeah. Almost five years by my watch. Yeah, we were coming on uh, the five-year anniversary of your doldrums. <laughs> uh, what do you do for a five-year anniversary of doldrums? What's the, uh, what is that, paper? Yeah, no, you just or hang wood? your head. It's just like everything else. You just hang your head. Uh, oh, hum. Uh, well, how are you this week, Tim? I hope you have no doldrums happening. Is that, is that how doldrums is used? What, Dold is, what the hell is doldrums anyway? Doldrums descend. Right, you the can descend into doldrums. Or no, the doldrums have descended upon me. Why are they like little monsters or something? No, it's just a general ennui. Uh, 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 I beg your pardon. Let's not. Let's not do this, <laughs> Tom. How are you, Tom? You, I know. Uh, I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break the fourth wall here. Whoa! Wait, I, Please I don't. don't. Think there is a fourth wall. I'll just open the door. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> When, when I, know, a, when a, I know you get uh, really panicky in confined spaces. When a guy breaks a fourth wall, God opens a door. <laughs> okay. That's what the How, saying says. What were, <laughs> what, uh, what were you going to... Before we recorded, you uh -huh. were very excited to tell me some things oh, on yeah. mic. Yeah. So uh, here we go. Well, I have two things. Same We've just me, been uh, sitting <coughs> in a room, by the way, just hanging out. <laughs> yeah. And I've been trying to like just well, make in the small green talk. Room. Yeah. And you're like, well, I'm saving it. I'm saving, saving it. Saving it. Saving all the small talk. Yeah. Uh, two things, Tim. Two big things happened this week for me. A big week. Big week. First thing, Tim, I made perfect popcorn for the first time ever. Absolutely perfect popcorn. Microwave popcorn, Tim. Every single kernel was popped. Not one popcorn was burned. Perfect. Have you ever seen such a thing? No, I, I. Is this one of the things this that you is were one excited of the to talk about? Yeah. Well, don't worry. I'm gonna save the best for last. But this is still a pretty big one. Are you are you bragging about this? How long did you put the bag in for? One minute seven seconds. That's what you set it for, or did you? Set I set it, it for, for like one, a minute. 30? I set it for one ten, Tim, but I kept a, a close ear on it. And when I heard that last kernel pop, I counted all the kernels oh. beforehand and then after. No, so I what didn't. did you opened it up? You no, counted them no, and you I, resealed no, it. No, that wouldn't be possible. You'd screw up everything if you did it that I way. Don't know I think. That's impossible. It's improbable. It's uh, improbable. But here, this this. Wonderful thing that happened is also yeah. improbable. Yeah, it is improbable, Tim, but it's happened. So, you know, spread the word. You know what I feel like might have happened? What's up? I feel like that might have less to do with you mm -hmm. and more like an advancement in popcorn technology. Yeah, that they're like, oh, if we put this deadly, this other deadly <laughs> chemical uh -huh. on these kernels, uh, they'll all pop relatively yeah. close to each other and none of them will burn. And <laughs> Like the other chemicals we put in, they're deadly. Do not breathe them in and do not ingest them. Well, I mean, if you're going to put deadly chemicals in there, you know, they're already in there. There if, was... if you can put some more in there and it'll get uh, you know the, those last five kernels popped, 
Go for it. I'm not a popcorn fan, Tom. And apparently, you're against uh, advancements in science. I'm not against advancements in science. It sounds like you are. Well, I apologize if that's the way I'm coming across, If just because I don't like microwave popcorn. Mm. Uh, the, you know about this, right? The chemical that they that's in that or that's released or whatever. Yeah, and if you uh, like have ever eaten popcorn in your life, they'll uh, microwave popcorn. Like they'll always find that chemical in you. Oh, is that the case? That's one of these things. Like it doesn't occur in nature, but like everyone it, it, that has ever been tested for it has it because like you eat one thing of popcorn, you're gonna have this, and it just doesn't leave your body. Oh wow! Yeah. They should they should engineer more chemicals like that <laughs> and then put it in places where people aren't supposed to be. Yeah, no, that's great. Like any kind of chemical that your body is incapable of getting rid of. Uh, it's all right by me. Yeah. Put it uh, or, you know, uh, ladies uh, like they could pipe it into. We could start a business. Here's this business. Tom. OK. We'll say. Uh, uh, ladies. Uh, pay us, you know, $500 a month, mm-hmm. right? And what we've done is we've gone to all the strip clubs in <laughs> Tim, the area I, around I your think, home. I don't think this... Uh, and we've piped in this chemical in there. Right. And then we say like, okay, ladies, here's a strip um, that, you know, find a way to get your husband's urine or whatever. What Dip the, the strip in there. Tim. And then you'll know if your husband went to a strip club. What? No, people people aren't going to pay $500 a month to know if their husband went to a strip club or not. <laughs> and and so you just want to release a carcinogen in there? Uh, who what said about? it would be a carcinogen? I just I said mean, it was it's, a chemical yeah, that well, it's never a, leaves your body. <laughs> Well, uh, more times than not. It alters the makeup of your DNA. <laughs> yeah, more times than not that you have a bunch of mutant strippers in there all of a sudden. <sighs> and it's not the price we pay for fidelity, right? Yeah, well, and I, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, if they're like those mutants in Total Recall with the, with the three boobs, sign me up. But no, they're not going to be like that. They're going to have tentacles and stuff. Mm. Well, that's the last <laughs> thing a man wants. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. That'll also keep guys away from strip clubs. Anything to preserve the sanctity of marriage, Tom. That's that's my end game. Yeah, you seem to have a very specific idea about uh, the number one problem in marriages. Strip Just club men, attendance. Men going yeah. to strip clubs. Um, so that would, well, do you want to hear the other exciting thing that well, happened this it, week? Well, if it's even half as exciting as the popcorn, Tom, I'm, I think I might... Uh, my head might just explode. Well, Tim, I'm going to have to ask you to sit down. You'll be scraping my brains off the <laughs> ceiling. Yeah. Um, you got take your socks off ahead of time. Oh, I, I don't want them Tom, breaking. I don't want them breaking the third wall. Yeah, you you knock my socks off with your <laughs> tales of adventure so often that mm-hmm. I know not to ju- just look. I'm going I'm going uh, barefoot around you or I'm going sockless. What's sockless? Uh, what's the the is foot that catty corner? Of... Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, Commando is without yeah. underpants. Yeah, catty corner. I'm going catty corner <laughs> all the time around you, Tom. Um, so yesterday, I was uh, coming into my apartment building uh, with and my. What's the address of your apartment <laughs> building? Oh, nice try, Tim. You're never gonna find out where I live. Um, one of these days, Tom, you'll slip up. I was I was coming in with my dog Ginger. Um, who you know, and uh, we were coming inside, and there was a guy. Uh, you ever have this in in like a building where you live, where people come in and they're trying to get you to change your electric? That happened one time. Yeah. That's like a, a famous scam. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. a famous New York scam. Yeah, and I don't even really understand how it works, but yeah, um. Famous New York scam. So this is a scamster that's trying to yeah, gain access I think, to your... I think it's a, a common scam, but also uh, it, there might be some legitimate ones, but who knows? But anyway. Are it's you afraid nothing... of getting sued? That, that, that Look, man. No, I just... I really don't understand it, but uh, all I know is that... I always thought it was they just knock your do- knock on your door and be like, hey, uh, I can save you money on your electric bill. Mm-hmm. And then when like a frail old lady or a frail old man opens the door. Yeah, bang them over the they, head. They str- yeah, they hit you with they a strong No, they strong arm you uh-huh. and uh, force you to sign over your life insurance policy to them or well, something. Well, this guy was not going to be strong arming anyone, or not me at least. What, because he was little? 
No, <laughs> he was uh, he he was coming in, or he was like by the thing in the, like the little vestibule. Sure. And uh, waiting to be buzzed. Yeah, probably like hitting all the things, you know, hoping somebody would buzz him in. And uh, I'm coming in with my dog, and he's like, "Oh, uh, you know, you live here?" I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, um, "Do you have Con Ed in this building? Con Edison, Tim? Consolidated Edison? Yeah, mm-hmm. which is the electric company in New York." And uh, I'm like, "Yeah." And I go, "Are you?" And I look, and he's got like a, a dumb badge on or something. I'm like, "Are is you?" It, is this a police officer? No, Tom? no. no. <laughs> uh, I'm like, he had some stupid gun. <laughs> Mike, are you, are you trying to get in here to like uh, sell people uh, electrics? And he's like, uh, <laughs> "Is this what you asked him? Are you here to sell people electrics?" <laughs> yeah, and he's you're like, not one of them electricity salesmen, are you? <laughs> and he's like, "Oh yeah," and he goes, uh, "He says yeah or whatever." I go, oh, "You can't come in here," and he goes, "Oh what? That's what they said?" And I said, "No, that's what I say." And he and he uh, turned tail and he left. That that was the yeah, Tim. Have you what a tough thing to say to somebody? No, I said, Tom, and my dog was get out your spackler Mm -hmm. because you're about to have to scrape my brains right off the ceiling. You blew my mind. Yeah, you talk to a grown up like that, Tom. Yeah, talk to a grown up like uh, I have it. I have it. I have a tough time talking to grown ups anywhere. (laughs) Oh, the well, deli? Well, I've been getting... Yeah, the uh, turkey, I guess. What'd you say, ham? Yeah, that's fine. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, well, I've had a lot of uh, like uh, pent-up rage lately. So, uh, you know, it's always fun to vent on... Uh, I didn't vent. It was just... Uh, I was looking for a fight. I wanted him to be like, oh, yeah? Like, oh, yeah. I was so angry. <laughs> I was waiting for the bus for a an hour. And I realized this is going to seem really... <laughs> like a crappy thing to say, like uh, uh, a, a white male in my position. Yeah. I was waiting for the bus for so long today. I was so angry, and I saw this one cop car drive by like five times. Uh-huh. And I was just You were like, going to flag him down, Tim? Were you going to call him 911? I wasn't going to, uh, but like I was like, oh, I just hope these guys get out and hassle me. I'm not <laughs> doing anything. I will scream. I will take their badge numbers. Why would they hassle you? I've never been hassled by the police in my yeah. life. And I'm. And I'm, a lot of times you should be. Yeah, exactly. I'm, 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 I realize how privileged I am that this is the case. No. I was just so angry and I wanted to <laughs> be. Take it out on the police? I just wanted to like get into an argument and like to have like, to like focus my righteous anger mm-hmm. at some place. And I was like, well, here, like they they fit the bill because one I saw them five times within yeah. five minutes or whatever, and uh, two it's like well other people seem to be mad at the police <laughs> pretty often, like uh, you know I'll just take up that mantle yeah. temporarily since there's no representative from the MTA here, uh-huh. and uh, they didn't hassle me because of course they didn't hassle me I wasn't doing anything wrong they weren't looking to hassle me yeah and, middle uh, of the day yeah it was fine. Um, but I did I did get my rage out on a cab driver when the subway <laughs> stopped working and I really well, needed to get that's not his fault. I really needed to get to Manhattan. Mm. So I run out of the subway. I'm a businessman. I need to get to Manhattan. Yeah. I flagged down I a cab. I have to I have to ring the opening bell. I I did. <laughs> and, wow. And uh, as a result, uh the stock market didn't know but the world economy Oh, that's why everything was down the other exactly. day. Exactly. I flagged down this 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 Taxi cab. Mm-hmm. He said, "Taxi." And I said, "I just need to get to Union Square." Mm-hmm. And he and said, "Step on it." And he went like this. He said, "Uh, I don't feel like going to Manhattan." And I did that thing where you shove uh, uh, your middle finger in a man's <laughs> face, like an inch away from his yeah, nose. I mean, that's not a thing, Tim. <laughs> well, it's a thing now. I thought you I were going to say I did that thing where, like, I took down his medallion number. No, no, <laughs> I just yelled at him. Yeah. Why would he want to go to Manhattan? Union Square, he can pick up a fare there. Sure. Uh, he might have been close to the end of his shift. Or I'm something. sure he was, and it wasn't my place to... I mean... It, <laughs> it wasn't your place to give a stranger the finger? I guess it wasn't my place. Look, he was... Uh, you still tipped him, though, right? Uh, 20%, 25%. On nothing. Well, no, I, 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 I always figure a base fare of $35. 
<laughs> okay, so... Uh, it was a pretty generous tip, but also he dealt with a lot of demeaning stuff. Tom, this week we'll be talking about buying cars. Yeah. Nice segue, Tim. Thank you. Um, and why is that? Are, are you looking to buy a car? No. Me neither. I don't own a car. Me neither. I I sold my car. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't I sold my car too. I don't, we don't need them. Well, maybe we should both think about buying a car then. It sounds like we both could use a car. Sure. We'll split a car. You can do that, right? You can go in and a be car like, share. Yeah, yeah carpooling. Me and my friend would like to buy a car together. We've we've pooled our resources. Mm-hmm. We'd like to carpool. Yeah. And they say, sure thing. And then be like, this this car doesn't have a pool. I want one of those uh, limos with the hot tub in the back. Are those? Are those what, Tim? What? How did? How <laughs> does the 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 water stay in? No. Well, yeah, but also, like the whole plumbing system seems. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it it's a hot tub, Tim. You don't need like plumbing. It's not. Well, you're not. Do you, how do you get the water in there, Tom? Well, you're not. You're not, Tim. You're not supposed to, you know, uh, make make waste in the hot tub. Yeah, Tom. There's not a sewage uh, line running from it. I know that, Tom. Yeah. But, like, that water's just going to get... You pour it in there. You get some buckets. You get a hose. You put the water in. So how often... All right, you're, then, running, you're running a, a fancy limousine company, Tom. No, uh-huh. And you, it's a super stretch limo, mm-hmm. a Hummer with a uh, hot tub with a hot tub in it. Mm-hmm. Realistically, how often and you change uh, the water in that hot tub? It's BYOB. Bring your own babes. Of course. How long am I? How often am I? I'm never changing that water. So if you why just w- put chlorine in. You put some chlorine in. That's why. Yeah, but then there's going to be band-aids in there. Chlorine doesn't <laughs> dissolve band-aids. You use a skimmer. You get, you get the band-aids out. I don't know the things that would happen in the in the hot tub in mm-hmm. the back of like a go a gaudy limousine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like you should have to change the water like every ten minutes. No, yes, but see, that's why the the hot tubs—they're never indoor hot tubs; they're outdoor hot tubs in the limos because they got so much chlorine in there. If you put that in a confined space, you <laughs> open up the door, everybody'd be dead. That's yeah, true. It's worse than like uh, microwaving a hundred bags of popcorn and putting your head it's, in the microwave. It's equivalent. Yeah. Uh, um. But buying a car, uh, that's what we're talking about. Not buying, those you have to get made custom. Not so. necessarily. Tim, there's no factory making limousines with uh, with hot tubs yeah, in Yeah, maybe back. they make six a year. No, it, Tim, there's, they're custom. There's they're still no way cu- I could get one. They're making them to order. I don't, I don't know if that's true, Tom. I is, think. Have you ever gone by a lot and they've got just, you know, limousines with hot tubs out there? I want to say yes. <laughs> you haven't. I think I, I think I probably have. No, you haven't. I don't think you've even been by a lot with regular limousines. I've, Tom, I'll be honest with you. I've never been by a lot. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, the, the that's how sheltered I am. I've never even seen a lot. You're gonna have to take some notes today then about buying a new car. Tom. Uh huh. When's the last time you bought a car? The last time I bought a car was probably like two. It was probably two thousand five. It was uh, five years before my doldrums started. Oh wow! Yeah, um, and uh, that was a used car, Tim. That was not a new car. I've never bought a new car. Me neither. So how do you do it? How do you go about it? Okay. How do you figure out? All right, go, go ahead. You, how do you figure <laughs> out what? What kind of car to buy? You look up online or something. or That's what I don't get, because we were talking about this a little bit beforehand. Car commercials, who are they for? Because who would be like, that looks like a pretty good car. Let me go down and spend you know $30,000 without any additional research. This is what I don't understand about advertising in general, uh-huh. where it's like, yeah, like I, I'm going to spend $35,000. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that one commercial had Shaq in it, and it was pretty funny. <laughs> Which uh, which car is that? Which model car? Yeah, it's a, a Volkswagen Jetta. And but I uh, could at least see. Is this a real commercial? No. Oh. Well, but, now well, I mean, I was what? I was ready to go buy a Jetta because you thought Shaq was in a commercial. 
Well, well, okay, okay. That if that, Shaq can fit in the car, that tells me something. It tells me about the leg room, the headroom. Tells me it's a roomy oh car. Oh my god, Tom! This is Tom. You're not as tall as you. you I know I'm not as tall as Shaq, but it's still like a roomy car. No, but you go through life talking as if you're some some giant. You're six foot one. It's cool. I'm six two, Tim. Tom, it's, I think it's time. To I'm oh, you son of a bitch. I'm six two. Um. No, but not that I need the room Shaq does, but if Shaq can fit in there, then it would be uh, flat out luxurious for me. Why do you want a car that big? So I could stretch out in it, Tim. I don't see why everybody needs so much room in cars. <laughs> why? Ooh, I need more leg room. Yeah, because it makes it more comfortable, Tim. How much room do you need? Monsters. <laughs> Enough I to- need my legs to stretch entirely out all the time. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be. Uh, you want to be able to do calisthenics in the back seat. Tim, it helps to avoid uh, like blood clots and stuff. No, moving does. Well, yeah, and if you can move in your seat, if you have enough room to do calisthenics, then you're you're in good shape. You're afraid of getting like bed sores because you've been <laughs> yeah. in a car for yeah, so long. Yeah, car sores. Tim, if you're taking a big road trip. Mm, that's not a very fun road trip if you're never allowed to get out of the car and walk around. Well, you're on a schedule. Yeah. You got to, you know, uh, you got three days to get to California. You can't stop. Can't even slow down. I entertained the idea of buying a new car when uh, my car died a couple years ago. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Right on the side of the road. My car uh, just died. The engine failed or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Tim, you told me that that car went to a farm, to a farm upstate. I didn't know it died. It died like a dog on the side of the road, Tom. <laughs> and I called uh, the... Uh, car dealership? No, I called AAA. Uh-huh. I was like, uh, can you come tow my car? And they were like, sure. Yeah. And the, the tow truck driver came. He tried to sell you a new car? No, he did this. He was like a, an odd duck. You know, these <laughs> these old, like he was like an older guy. Uh-huh. And he walks up to my car, gets on the side of the highway, and he's like, uh, what, what's the problem? It's like, oh, my car died. I need it towed to the whatever station, whatever. He's like, uh, now, did you just run out of gas? And I was <laughs> like, no, no. He's like, uh, can you... St- try to start the car please i just want to make sure that you didn't just run out of gas do you think this has happened a lot that people are like no my car's broken my pro- my car's broken forever and they're like oh gasoline oh, i hadn't thought of that petroleum oh <laughs> oh i just bought this car a week ago i didn't know i had to oh it's one of these gas cars yeah um oh i thought i i paid for it and that was it it would just work now yeah so we're driving and then uh and why would he care? He gets paid either way, right? Yeah, the worst part about <laughs> it is I had to sit in the, the tow truck with him. Oh, man. That's the worst part of getting yeah. your stuff towed. Yeah, because um, you don't get to sit in the back and pretend like you're driving while somebody else is driving. Yeah, or you just got to make conversation with a weirdo. Because mm-hmm. this guy was like, uh, he's like, oh, yeah, like I tried to start it. And he's like, oh, that noise means your engine's just gone forever. <laughs> I was like, cool. It looks like I'll have to get well, a new that's car. That's not the no gasoline noise. And uh, he he looked at me like so sincerely, like at a red light, and he went, "They shoot horses, don't they?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yep, uh huh, okay, well, thanks." And like he dropped me at the place, and mm-hmm. then like I think like two more times, like we thought we were parting ways, like, uh-huh. and every time he saw me, he went. They shoot horses, don't they? Like he was like trying to be all philosophical about it, yeah. but also like folksy or whatever it's uh-huh. like okay yeah i don't know it's just a weird thing to say three times to a stranger that you're only in contact with for well yeah, minutes. you might see him again tim if you had gotten that new car maybe that new car would die one day like 10 years from now and yeah see him again he'd say and he'd probably have something to say about it like oh well here we are crossing paths again here's the problem with buying a new car everything about it just seems so like you're trying, like everybody's trying to swindle you at every. Yeah. Nobody's ever looking you. At, nobody's ever telling you the truth. Yeah. Like I just walked into, like I know how much a Toyota Corolla is supposed to cost. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I had a Toyota Corolla. Mm-hmm. Now I'd like to buy a Toyota Corolla. Great. 
let me go to the Toyota dealership. I go to the Toyota dealership. This lady comes up to me. She's like, hey, can I help you find Welcome something? Welcome to the Toyota Corolla dealership. Yeah. May I, I help like, you find a Toyota yeah, I Corolla? Like, Here, I want a, you know, it's tw- I want a 2012 Toyota Corolla. And she's like, oh, that's an old model. We don't have that anymore. No, no, no. It was 2012. So it was, in fact, the new model, Tom. And uh, so she's telling me, like, uh, okay, yeah, of course. Just come and sit down and fill out all this paperwork. And I was like, wait, do you have these? Like, can I look at the? I want to test drive it, make sure it's cool. Blah, blah, blah. Nah, just buy it. No, she's like, uh, I'm going to need to know a lot more about you. <laughs> and, like, so I go through this whole process. Like, I had to get, she checks my credit and all this stuff. And yeah, it's like, she wants to make sure she's not wasting her time with some uh, schlub. Yeah, but I don't know. So <laughs> if you went through the whole process and you were like, all right, I'm ready to buy it. And she's like, okay, it's a, you know, $17,000. You're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I have this many. I take yeah. out some crumpled What kind bills. of car can I get with this many? Oh, damn it. Fooled me again. And she takes me out to the lot and she's like, all right, so here's oh, the Oh, so thing. you have been to a lot. <laughs> she, she, uh, she takes me out uh, to the fenced in area <laughs> and she's like, all right, here's the thing. We don't have any Corollas here. <laughs> It's like, we just talked for 45 minutes. I told you, like, intimate details. I don't need, I don't know why you needed a full list of all my sexual partners. Mm-hmm. I don't know why uh, you needed to know uh, my grandmother's maiden name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and she needed to know all this stuff. And then she's Boy. like, all right, we don't have this, but here's, uh, here's like a Toyota RAV4. A you want this? Completely different kind of car. Yeah, you want this? You want, you want this, this truck? This is what we got. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Isn't, aren't Toyota Corollas like the most popular car? And then we were walking. I was like, hey, what about that Toyota Corolla? She's like, oh, that one's not available. Yeah, it's hers. Yeah, it's hers. She had her high on it. Be like going into a McDonald's and they don't have any Big Macs. Yeah, and it's like, oh, you wanted a Big Mac? Uh, We have a smokehouse burger. No, I want a Big Mac. No, no, that's that's too analogous, man. They'd be like, oh, would you like this uh, hash browns? (laughs) No, No, I I came in for Big Mac. You don't give a uh, man. What if, what if you just ate enough uh, hash browns to fill you up as a meal? So, so, like, how hard could it be for this Toyota dealership to get a Corolla there? Well, so she was saying that they could never get you a Corolla. Like that was it. They were discontinuing them. Well, she was just kind of like, we don't have any Corollas here. Yeah, so here's, well, you can order one. Well, here's something that's ten thousand dollars more that you could have today. Do you want that? Yeah. Well, did you go in there saying like, I need, I, I gotta drive something off the lot. No, and what I've said was, this is the specific car I want. This is exactly how much I want to spend. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, so that's the thing. That's the thing that I can't stand. Mm-hmm. That, like, you can see a commercial yeah. that says, this car costs this much money, mm-hmm. right? And then I can go into the place that sells that uh-huh. car that has yeah. the the name of the company on 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 the sign outside, yeah, and on the the lady's pin uh-huh. uh, that has her name, uh-huh. Dolores, and Toyota dealer, and then I could say, well, maybe, sh- maybe I want that thing that I saw that you guys said on the commercial I could get for this much money, and I want that thing, and they're like, oh no, that's not a thing that we can do. Was uh was this an attractive uh, salesperson? No, she's an old lady. Oh, because then you could have said, uh, yeah, I'd like to see myself in a Toyota Dolores. Gross, Tom. <laughs> well, maybe then she, she went, oh, fresh. And then been like, I'll tell you what, I'll give you this RAV4 for the same price. Yeah, but then would I have to, like, kiss her? Oh, you'd have to do more than that, buddy. Hug her? Yeah, probably, like, hug her. Do that thing where you shake somebody's hand, but you, <laughs> you scratch their palm with your with your finger. No, that's... and then raise your eyebrows suggestively. <laughs> <laughs> do you do that? Do you do that in a lot of business meetings yes. when you're on the window? No, that's no, that's not business. That's Tom. not what a handshake Later, deal that's is. That's third base. <laughs> um, so you didn't buy a uh, Toyota Corolla? No, that day. I tried so hard, and I was I, I. So how did that? How did that end? It didn't end with like, yeah, we'll have more in. We'll have more in next week. Why don't you come in next week? She made it sound like a a real burden. Like she was like, "Ah, I mean, we could order one, but then you're going to have to do all this. And I was like, you know what? It shouldn't be that hard to to get your flagship model. And uh, I went to another place and like the same thing. Like 
I've it, it's always just confusing to me because they're always trying to steer you towards stuff, and it's like that's fine, like mm-hmm. for somebody, but I'm a man who knows what I want, um, <laughs> and what I want is a Toyota Corolla. Um, just give me a Toyota Corolla. Why didn't you want to get a cooler car? Now, what do you mean by that? Get like a like a Mercedes or a BMW or something. Those are expensive. A Ferrari. Also, Get an old Ferrari. I doubt uh, this is our demographic, Tom. What? But anybody who drives a BMW uh, is a piece of garbage. Uh, no, I've, we I've have, never met anybody. We have mostly like a Lamborghini crowd that listens to this podcast. A lot of uh, exotic car collectors <laughs> listen to this show. Uh, what What do you mean, anybody? I would. I think I would like a BMW. I've never driven one, but yeah, it's of course you Tim. Do. It's the ultimate driving machine, according to the commercials. I bet if you no, go, no, that's just cars in general. They're like, oh, an ultimate <laughs> driving machine. Oh, a car. <laughs> a yeah, car. we make cars. Yeah, yeah, the best things to drive. Yeah. Cars, yeah. automobiles. Forget about what, what were you going to get? A tractor or no, a don't bulldozer? Do no, 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 get, get a, a car. car. Yeah, yeah. Uh, BMW. <laughs> And Toyota and <laughs> Ford, the ultimate driving machines. Cars. Um, That's like when you see a commercial for, for milk. Mm-hmm. And it's like you go to the the, the supermarket, there's yeah. a couple different brands of milk. Yeah. But they're all like. They're eh, all in cahoots together yeah, to get you to buy milk. Exactly. So it's like, well, buy the advertising. Yeah, because none of them are big enough to be like, all right, you know, we're going to have our own ads for our own brand Johnson of milk. Johnson Farm milk. Yeah. Can't do that. The, Cadillac of milk. <laughs> uh, the ultimate milk machine. Uh, but now they've all they've all got to compete with the almond milk and the soy milk. Yeah. Cashew milk. And uh, I would say Tesla is the almond milk of cars, right? Yeah, kind of, because they're like, you know, that there's a whole... Affluent ninnies uh, who <laughs> think they're saving the world. Or... Affluent ninnies. People drinking almond milk don't think that they're saving the world. Yeah, it's, and it's, and some it's... of them do. And I, I drink exclusively almond milk. I don't, I, I don't, yeah. I don't uh, mess... I, for some reason, I'm just like, uh, milk is gross, but I eat my weight in cheese every week. <laughs> milk is gross, except sometimes when you don't have it for a while, it's really good. Uh, milk if is it's only, real cold. Uh, if it's in cereal. I can't I can't drink a glass of milk without barfing, and I've tried. I try every morning. <laughs> um, well, that's how you stay so slim. Mm-hmm. Uh, milk. Almond milk isn't that much more expensive than regular milk either. And especially like I always get it because it keeps longer. And I only and I use it for like cereal or whatever, so I don't go through like a ton of milk. Uh so I always get the almond milk. I don't think it goes bad. It's got a, like a date. It does, it does go bad. What happens to it? Was it just like gets old and gross and like curdles? No, that's regular milk you're thinking of. Yeah, it's all the same. No, it's not all the same. So almond milk is just milk from cows that were fed exclusively <laughs> oh, almonds. Oh, okay. So almond fed cows. Yeah. They don't Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Um so why do you think anybody who drives a BMW is an asshole? This is just anecdotal evidence that How I How many people you know drive BMWs? That I collected over uh the last 17 years driving a car. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, they're dry. They're assholes okay. in the way they drive. Here's the thing. They're driving the ultimate driving machine, it's, Tim. It's, it's, a, it's a not all rectangles or squares, but all squares are rectangles. Uh-huh. Not everybody who drives a BMW is a horrible person, but every horrible, horrible driver. driver is driving a BMW. Anybody that's like... Uh, well, I don't need to use my signal or like, uh-huh. oh, these signs don't apply to me or like, uh, I know th- the laws of physics will not <laughs> enable me to, to squeeze through this pl- this spot in this amount of time, but I'll do it anyway and almost cause a million other accidents while people try not to slam into me. That's always a BMW. Yeah. Well, what do you think ultimate means, Tim? They have the ultimate driving machine. They can do whatever they please. The uh, world will bend to your will when you're behind the wheel of a BMW. Did you, uh, so you didn't even consider anything other than a uh, Toyota Corolla? You didn't consider like a, a hybrid? Did you consider a hybrid cor- Corolla? Anything like that? I wanted a Prius. 
Ooh. Yeah. Only because I was driving. Well, one, I'm a. Uh, I want uh, I was an aspiring ninny. affluent ninny <laughs> who likes to convince himself that he's saving the world. Yeah. Um, uh, can I bring my almond milk in this car? <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Uh, there's a sensor that there's won't allow a, regular cow's milk. Man, there's an almond milk dispenser in the in the Prius. No, you spend you you save so much money on gas when you drive a Prius because you use less gas. Mm-hmm. And me, Tom, you know, I was driving. Yeah, uh, you're driving all over the place a day. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of stop and go. A lot You're on of the highway. A lot of stop and go because I and was with, just because every once in a while it would it would have been going nicely mm-hmm. except then uh, BMW is like oh here's my exit let me cut across four lanes of traffic and everybody will have to jam on the brakes yeah the but go. then you'd be jamming on the brakes and you'd be like great electricity yeah turning turning this uh, kinetic energy into potential energy mm-hmm. story of my life. Um, so why didn't you get a uh, Prius? Um, I don't know. I didn't want something that expensive. I didn't want something worth that much money. Uh, how well, much, how much do they cost? I don't know. I think they were like $6,000 more than what I was looking at. Mm-hmm. And fine. You wouldn't have saved that in when gas? You're, when you're, yeah, probably. Here's the other thing, Tom. Mm-hmm. I Owning a car in the city, and I talk about this often, you just leave... Like the my, my car when I had a car uh-huh. was the only valuable thing I owned. Mm-hmm. It was the the most valuable thing I've ever owned in my life. The only thing you own that cost more than like uh, fifty dollars. Yeah. And every night you'd be like, "Let me find a place like some random place that it'll fit uh-huh. out in the on the street." Yeah. And let me just <laughs> leave it there. I mean, that's what cars are, Tim. No, did you want to bring it into your house? No, in the city, like you had a walk up. You can bring it in the suburbs or like a rural area. Like you park that in a garage, in your garage or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. this is just like I would frequently because you know you you park so often in your neighborhood and stuff. Like you're walking to your car and you're like, wait, where am I parked? Right, everything that. And it's like, where did I leave the the only expensive thing, (laughs) the only thing of value I've ever owned in my life? Where did I leave that for the last twelve hours? It's a weird, uh, it's a weird thing. And it's like, no, nah, I don't want that to be. And also, just leave it unattended. Ninety-eight mm-hmm. percent uh, of the day, I'm not in it. Yeah. And if I'm not in it, like this world's full of jerks, Tom. Mm-hmm. Somebody could uh, sideswipe. Well, it that's somebody. what uh, like insurance is for. No, my car, my old car was in an accident that I was not involved in at all that I didn't even find out about till the next day because it was uh, parked on the side of the road and uh, somebody, a cab, like T-boned a car, hit my car uh, and like pushed my car up onto the sidewalk. And uh, yeah, it wasn't until like, maybe even been like two days later that I went to get it. I was like walking up to it like, I don't remember parking on the sidewalk. I don't remember parking my smashed up car on <laughs> yeah. the sidewalk. Um, what is the longest amount of time that you've spent looking for your car? Um, no more than eight minutes. Oh, one time it took me an hour to find my car. Where the hell did you park? What was? I don't know, Tim. That's why it took so long. Wait, have you still not? Or is are we in the hour right <laughs> yeah, now? Yeah. Oh, wow. You should go <laughs> find it. I'm I'm looking out the window right now. There's only so much potential. Yeah, I know, but I'm bad at directions. Did you keep getting lost in your own neighborhood, Tom, while you were looking for your car? You know what it was? I remembered that I had parked far because it was one of those times where I just couldn't find a spot. So it's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to drive in one direction until I find a parking spot. And uh, then I just didn't remember what direction that was. Like I parked, like not in my neighborhood. I I had no idea where it was. It took me an this hour. Seems fishy. It's not fishy. It happened. Now, what neighborhood was this? This was uh, in Crown Heights here. And what's the specific address? I don't remember the address, Tim. No, 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 no. Oh, my address, yeah. Tim. You're not finding out where I live. I think it was actually. I think it, it it wasn't my car. I think I had like borrowed a car for the weekend, uh, like a one of my family's car or something. So I just was I was out of the game for too long, Tim. Tom, if you could buy a car right now, mm-hmm. what car would you buy? Uh, how much money do I have? Here's how much money thing. do cars cost? 
I don't know how much cars cost. Uh-huh. Um, I, I have an idea because of the price is right, but also <laughs> uh, that seems to, to, to fluctuate. Yeah, and that doesn't include like a license and taxes. and. What is all that? I know what taxes are. <laughs> <laughs> but like when... This is, a, this is why I hate buying cars, uh-huh. and this is why I will never be a homeowner. Because when they're like, uh, <laughs> yeah, because uh, taxes and title. What, what's title? You got to write my name on the form? No, that's, Tim, it's, it's because when you own something like a house or a car or a boat, some big thing that spends most of its time outside, um, you have to have, uh, you know, a paperwork proving that you're the owner. Sure, but why like, should that cost need, thousands of dollars? You don't need paperwork to prove you're the owner of, like, uh, you know, uh, an iPad because it's, you know, uh, whoever's got it, it's theirs. Yeah, possession is a hundred percent of the law, yeah. as they say. Uh, but like you were saying, you leave your most valuable thing out on the street. What if you went to go get your car one day and somebody was like, hey, what are you doing? It's my car now. And they were sitting no, on Tom, the hood. I, Tom, I understand. So you need to be like, well, hold on, sir. I have the title here. So why does it cost hundreds of dollars for me to put my name on that title? Bureaucracy. I mean, and the know, same thing. There's like, no, there's, there's no competition. You can't to, to ever buy a house, too, because <laughs> it's like, uh, first of all, you have to like put in an offer, and the offer is like they're always cagey <laughs> well, about like how much they want. And yeah, then, it's an offer. This is how much I'm offering to pay you for a house. Why can't people just sell their goods for a set price? Here's my house. It costs how much does the house cost? Three hundred dollars. <laughs> no, that's not right. All right, so uh, I I want $450,000 for this house. Great, I'll give you $450,000. Great. Like, it's got to be like, oh, I'll offer you $450,000, but then you'll turn me down and you'll be like, eh, it's four sixty three now. And it's like, and then also it's like, all right, then you buy the house and it's like, okay, but the closing costs. What the hell are closing costs? <laughs> like, no, I understand what closing costs are, but where does that money go to? Who gets the money from the closing costs? It's uh, like the lawyers and everything. That's what the closing costs are. Oh, and they... you don't know what those are going to be till you're closing. Yeah. This because, is absurd. Because there's no way for business to Tim, be conducted. Because it's it's an expensive purchase, so you can't so, take... Yeah, so they just they just add on thousands of dollars because they friggin' can. Because no, they're just like, because, well, it's an expensive purchase. Because it's, it's the due diligence... To make sure you're like the person you're buying the house from isn't you're getting sweating. You're sweating <laughs> so much right now. Tom. The person you're getting the house from isn't the one getting the closing costs. Those closing costs are going to a third party. I am expanding people's minds right now. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to be slaves to these systems. Yeah, I'm sure you could find some crazy person that'll just sell you a house <laughs> with no no closing costs, no title. They'll just cash on the table. Uh, I understand why you need a deed for the house, Tom. I don't understand why it costs thousands of dollars to take one name off the deed and put another name on the deed. Because what happens if you buy that house and then you get in the house, you're like, oh, this is great. What a great house. And then you fall through the floor. And you'd be like, what? Oh, there were termites in here all along. No, And uh, you go to the person you bought the house from and you're like, no, I want my money back. This house has termites. You'd be like, tough shit. You yeah. already bought it. That's what the the closing costs. It's like they're they're figuring out, you know, they're inspecting the house and everything. They're making sure. No, that's not what closing co- costs are, Tom. But that's another thing. Yeah, I know that's another <laughs> thing. That's fine. Yeah. I know you have to look at things before you buy them. Yeah. That's fine. That's not what. That's not what's in question here, Tom. Because there's a no, whole talking to be like of a fiber. Ooh, there could be termites. Well, you know. think a house costs three hundred dollars? <laughs> I don't know, three hundred <laughs> to eight hundred dollars. All right, now you're getting there. Okay. Um, it, it, there's a whole industry that you know has to be supported by by trading these yeah, houses. Tom, guess what? So what? You I'm think, looking to disrupt that industry. <laughs> I mean, like I said, Tim, you can probably go directly to somebody and you could work out something without closing costs. I or just whatever. don't understand why, just by the nature of oh, this is a big purchase. Yeah. There and there's s- risk there's on both people's sides. No, with cars and with homes, we've created this whole system around everything where nothing can just be simple. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say, uh, like, 
that's that was what Saturn was all about, right? Like this is the price you don't have to haggle. Like this is the price you're gonna pay. Uh, I forget if it was Saturn. No haggle, no hassle. I had a Saturn. It was awesome. You could uh, smash the door with a with a sledgehammer. It'd be fine. Pop back out. It's plastic. Yeah, plastic doors. It seems very safe too. It, it's a very safe car. Yeah, right. It was very safe. Look at the crash tests. So Tim, you, it was the car was so safe when it was in an accident. I wasn't even in it. That's how safe it was. Right. It kept. I. I. You never answered my question. What? Oh, what car would I get? Let's say you have to buy a car. So, okay. like, you have to, you know, mm-hmm. judge based on value and all that, how much money you're willing to spend for quality or whatever. Mm-hmm. What, what would be your car? Uh, and you had to choose within the next 10 seconds. Uh, probably a 1980 DeLorean. Why? The coolest looking car, Tim. It's made out of stainless steel. You can't park anywhere, man. Yeah, I could. I could park anywhere I want. People would be like, oh, right away, sir. They'd move their cars for me to true. park there. Yeah. yeah. Especially in Brooklyn. Are you kidding me? I'd go everywhere. I'd get everything for free. I'd be able to that's true. I'd be able to go in any place I want. I'd just pull right up to the front. Open up the the Would you the, rig it the like day with, door? Uh, with dry ice so whenever you open up yeah, the door? Yeah, the go wing doors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They don't make that noise too, so I'd have to like get a thing. That's fair. Which probably you know that's another when you're when you're uh, closing on a DeLorean, they're like, well, you know, well, if you want the doors to make the cool noise, then it's going to be another five hundred. Like, ah, well, yeah, of course I want the doors to make the cool noise. Look, and if, yeah, I'm getting if someone came I'm up to need me a said, weekly delivery of dry ice. If somebody came up to me and said, "Oh, the closing costs on this house will make the door make an awesome noise when you open it," <laughs> well, like uh, like the Star Trek door noise, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, "Okay, fine, uh, of course I want that." Yes, thank you. All right, but for a little bit more, we can make it uh, make a creepy haunted house noise when you open it. Oh, the, see, the way it stands now, I feel like it's like, oh. It'd be a shame uh, if this if these doors made creepy haunted house noises scared you and your and the missus over here. Uh, I could, for a small closing cost, I could, I could get rid of that noise. Yeah, but then you'd be like, that, uh, save it, buddy, because I bring a can of WD-40 with me everywhere, and you squirt them with it. <laughs> squirt the man with yeah, it? Yeah, you squirt the man with it. Uh, That's what you get for trying to screw me. Don't try it again. Ah, my eyes. You get greased. You got greased. <laughs> yeah. Because the house is ours now. Honey, get in. And you slant, you lock the door. Yeah. And then you've already put the WD-40 all over <laughs> the, the the front stoop. Yeah. So he tries to come Whoa. back. Ooh, yeah. Tumble, tumble, tumble. I got to be back here with my boss. Yeah. And they both go flying down the stairs. Yeah. And then and they go, point, all right, it's not like, worth yeah. it. We'll just let this one go, Marv. Um, if I was going to buy a new car, though. Yeah. Your 10 seconds are up. <laughs> well, I already gave you the answer. Um, I, I, I would go and test drive a BMW, Tim, cause it's ultimate driving machine as I understand it. Um, I would like, I'd love to try driving a Tesla, uh, the, the high end one. I, you know, that's too expensive. Plus, I mean, they're commuter cars. You can't go too far with them cause they need to get recharged unless you're by like a charging station. And that's the thing. I want a car that I could, uh, I would, I would like. I think that's why I I I came upon the subject because I would like a car, even though I don't have a need for a car really. I mean, a car is always. Well, I was gonna say it's always nice hat, but when I had a car, it's the biggest pain in the ass the in the thing. world so I, in New I, York City. My life has gotten three hundred percent better since yeah. I got rid of my car. Uh, because I I you know what got me thinking about it was because uh, I've uh uh. uh driven a smart car you realize this has been like a monologue for like the last five (laughs) minutes of you Uh, not even it's a dialogue between your left brain and your right brain yeah well welcome to my life i'd like a car yeah you know i wouldn't (laughs) like a car well (laughs) one of them should talk with a funny voice i don't know where are we we gonna park it (laughs) anyway um yeah cars are expensive because I would have to lease a car or buy it. I would have to pay for insurance. And then I'd I'd probably, uh, you know, if I'm doing all that, I'd get a parking spot. I'd get a, in the garage over here. No, you wouldn't. I think I would. I, the garage wouldn't be that much more. 
But that's, again, why I wouldn't do it, because then when you add up all that cost and the fact that I don't need a car. You live in New York. And yeah. also, you never leave your apartment. No. If I could get a car in here. Oh, like a silver spoon situation. I haven't. Did he have a, a car no, inside? He, he, had a, he had a railroad system, yeah. though. Well, I've got the railroad system, and that's great. But, you know, so many times it's like, oh, sorry, you know, train's delayed. Mm-hmm. You were you were complaining about the MTA. I got the same problems in my house with my Silver Spoons Railroad. It's strange, considering you live in a fairly standardly small New York City. Oh yeah, apartment. I mean, yeah. I can I can see from one end to the other, no problem. Yeah. You know, so and that's why I'm always like, I can see the trains right there. <laughs> Timmy, should we uh, solve a problem? Have we? Uh, have we talked enough about uh, buying a new car? I think if you're if you've listened to this episode and you were looking to buy a car, you got it all you figured got out. Everything you need. But I ultimately don't my... deal with Dolores at the Toyota <laughs> store. I don't know how many. I don't know if there's more than one Toyota store, or if I was at the only one time. You were at the National Toyota yeah, store. Yeah. Ultimately, my thing was just I don't understand why cars advertise and who's buying a car based on ad and who's not just. Before the episode, I just went into Bing and I binged. Uh, uh, best Tom doesn't use Google. <laughs> I don't everybody. use Google, yeah. everybody. And I just, uh, I just binged uh, uh, best car, and it came up with a bunch of articles, told me what the best car to buy was. Oh, Tom, just do that. And even that, because uh, I was asking you about like uh, uh, BMW versus Toyota. That that's us. <laughs> BMW versus Tom. BMW, your Toyota. Um, and I was like, why would somebody buy like the high end Toyota instead of like a low end BMW? And I was looking at, they had a comparison of, it wasn't a low end BMW, but like two comparable ones. And the BMW had like a 9.7 rating and the, uh, Toyota Avalon had a like 9.6 and was literally half the price. Yeah. So that makes sense to me, but you know, you're not going to look as cool driving that around as you wouldn't be on I know, but. Tom, some of us uh, know that uh, buying a BMW transforms you into a monster. Well, if you're already a monster, then that's the only car for you. I stick with uh, Daewoo. <laughs> Does Daewoo still make cars in America? Nope. Yeah. That's right. They're collector's items now. <laughs> They're, They're collectibles. No. Tim, oh, you said you were... You, you... I'm, a car, I'm a regular Jay Leno. I was collecting a car, and it's a it's a Daewoo. They went every, out of print. Every model Daewoo. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's solve a problem. It's Tim and Tom solve your problems with your host Tim and his sidekick Tom. Hey, Tom. The ultimate driving machine. Brought to you by Daewoo, <laughs> the ultimate driving machine. Uh, Tom, mm-hmm. uh, if uh, th- we have a, a problem here from a young lady mm. that we're going to solve. Mm-hmm. But first, I just need to tell the listeners, mm-hmm. if you have a problem you need us to solve, email us, thecompleteguidetoeverything at gmail.com. Now on to Kate. Gmail, the ultimate... Email machine. Ah, it's a high praise from a Bing man. <laughs> well, yeah. Tim, that's why I use Bing, because I use Gmail. I don't want any company knowing too much about me. <laughs> well, I got news for you, Tom. <laughs> uh, mostly, I picked Kate's problem, mm-hmm. because it's such a weird thing that happens at the beginning. Hey, guys. Absolutely love your podcast. It is the only thing my dad will tolerate listening to in the car in the morning with, without complaining about rambling and turning it off. That doesn't make sense. All we do is ramble what on here. And Spend a half hour arguing about fees. <laughs> <laughs> and neither of us knew anything. Both of us were pretending to be dumber than we were. <laughs> Except for you. You're actually dumb, right, Tom? Mm-hmm. So am I. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> okay. Everybody thinks it's an act. Yep. I am currently living in South Korea for a bit, and I have been invited to New York by an old family friend, but Mm -hmm. I don't really know him very well. Obviously, I can't see him much before because I'll be in South Korea, but we're going to meet up in New York. 
I'm quite an awkward person and have no idea what to do. So I was wondering if you guys have any ideas of stuff to do in New York to keep two people occupied for a week. Without being too touristy and boring, I'm 17 and he's 18. I really need some inspiration. Otherwise, it will just get awkward. Help. Thanks, Kate. So uh, an acquaintance. Okay. She said this guy was older. I mean, he is, but... I thought it was going to be like way older. I don't think she's or not way. I older. thought it was an old man in my in my mind. No, an old family friend. Oh, okay, not an old family friend. An old old family friend. <laughs> uh, so she's staying with this old family friend, or they're going to just... spend a week in New York, and they barely know each other. He lives in New York. I don't know. It doesn't seem like it. No. Then why are they both doing in New York? They're taking a trip together because it's weird. <laughs> I've been invited to New York by an old family friend. I don't okay. Know. Yo, you were talking during this part. Obviously, I can't see him much before because I'll be in South Korea, but we're going to meet up in New York. There's a cryptic yeah. situation. Here's how I see it. Mm-hmm. They, you know, these, these people <laughs> that like you were kind of like your family's friends that like they're obviously not your family's best friend, your parents' like best friends, right? But like occasionally you'd go over there. Yeah, when you're yeah, kids, kids the same age, so they probably known each other for a long time, but, but like, rarely those see kids, each other. You never like feel comfortable around those kids, right? Yeah, like, you never become like real good friends. They're with always them. watching uh, like <laughs> R-rated movies or or like they're watching like. I mean, you're getting a little specific. They're now. watching like Ski Patrol and like your what? or Ski Patrol Two. Uh-huh. And you're like you're like seven years old, and you're like, is there nudity in this movie? You're nine. Why are you watching a movie with all this nudity? Yeah, you're asking too many questions, Tim. Just sit back and soak it in, uh-huh. soak in the eye candy. Too 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 <laughs> uptight. I was an uptight seven year old. Yeah, loosen up a little bit. <laughs> I didn't grow up in a house with uh, HBO. Yeah. So I was not accustomed to seeing nudity on television. Mm-hmm. It's very shocking whenever I did. It felt like uh, it was doing uh, something the first wrong. The first time you saw Dennis Franz's butt on NYPD Blue, you fainted. <laughs> My word. <laughs> when is the camera going to stop <laughs> tilting down? <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm going to assume that that's that kind of relationship. All right, that he comes from a family that watches rated R movies. No, no. I'm, I'm not saying that everybody was sitting watching those movies together. I'm saying the adults were having their adult conversation, and we were in the other rooms watching mm-hmm. these, uh, like, not just like unfamiliar stuff. Like, you didn't have a lot in common with these people. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I remember because um, when... Or they're watching, like... Uh, I always thought it was weird when kids were watching like Freddy Krueger movies when they were yeah. like seven years old. It's like, well, your parents went wrong. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, I I was never allowed to watch that kind of stuff. But I was uh, I grew up to be a huge Freddy cat, and I think that those. No, Tom, you you uh, confronted that fake. Uh, oh yeah, no, electricity I'm not... salesman. <laughs> no, I'm not a Freddy cat to people, but you know, monsters and uh, creatures. I'm a huge Freddy cat, yeah. Tim. Um, man, I saw this thing today. They found this new um, alligator that used to live. I don't care. Tim, this thing was 13 feet long, and it walked on it two feet. So it's 13 feet tall? Yeah. A big alligator that was just walking around. Tom, that's around almost on... as tall as you <laughs> and Shaq. Yeah. That would be like if I was on Shaq's uh, shoulders, yeah. which would be fun. Um, even then, I don't think we'd be 13 feet tall. Maybe we would be. Um no, I had a uh, friend like that when I was growing up. Well, like, you know, a family, family friends um, that I remember going to a sleepover once. And, uh, yeah, we had to watch, like, a, the a, a videotape of, like, the 86 Mets winning the World Series. And I was like, what? I don't, I don't like the Mets. Why are we watching this? I don't want to watch this. Yeah, and it was like at that point it had already been like years ago. It's like, no, nah, yeah, I remember this. Why are we watching this again? <laughs> Why so are we... this is gonna, uh, yeah, this is what I assume the yeah. relationship between Kate... he's gonna be like, let's watch the 1986 World Series again. Yeah, and you'll be like, no, we're in New York City. We should go to watch a Broadway Ski show. Patrol too. No, you shouldn't watch Ski Patrol. Eh, seventeen. Yeah, you can do that. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's just not a great movie. 
You don't know. You haven't seen her in a while. Maybe it aged well. <laughs> I'm sure. That's, uh, <laughs> so what, what, what is your advice? What do you think they should do? Uh, two teens who barely know each other. Two teens hitting the town. The M&M store. Do you think uh, he's eyeing Kate to to fall in love with him? Maybe. Then we should be giving him the advice. Rockefeller Center, ice skating ring. Yeah. Um, we should. This is probably also a good time to bring up that we didn't go to TGI Fridays last week, like uh, like you promised, or was it two weeks ago? It was two weeks ago, I think, or maybe last week. I was right by there the other day too. I was gonna stop in. Maybe we should do it after this. Yeah. Maybe they should. Endless apps at TGI Fridays. <laughs> you know what? That's good because you can choose your level of involvement there. You can stop those apps at any time. So let's say. No, you can keep the apps coming. It, no awkward uh, silences because you'll be uh, mowing down. Exactly. But the other thing is, Tom, mm-hmm. if the conversation hits a lull and you got to get out of there, you can cut those <laughs> apps off. Ask if you could. Oh, pre- I thought it was. Ask if you could prepay for the, the <laughs> unlimited appetizers. <laughs> I mean, they're not unlimited, Tim. It's endless, they don't end. Yeah. No, you can't There's cut no them off. There's no limit to the. Oh, no, you can't stop them. They just don't let you leave. Yeah, it, they play that. And they just, uh, you know, like pry open your mouth and just keep shoving them in. It's like when they made Porky Pig eat all those. Yeah. Uh, when he went to hell, and yeah. then they. Oh man. Well, he shouldn't have done that thing that sent him to hell. He knows what he did. Yeah. If you have a problem you'd like us to solve, you can email us the complete guide to everything at gmail.com. Tom? Yeah. This has been lovely. Well, thank you. Where can people find out more about the show, Tim? Uh, they can be our uh, friend on Facebook, mm-hmm. facebook.com slash complete guide. What if they're not into Facebook and they're into Twitter? Oh, they can find us at complete guide. They can find me at your pal Tim. And they can find me at Tom Reynolds. What if uh, What if uh, they have some shopping to do? Tom? You get everything at Amazon these days. Uh-huh. And let me tell you, the best way, the best experience I've had shopping on Amazon <laughs> is going to tcgte.com slash Amazon. Uh, apparently, Tom, it gives us mm-hmm. a little cut, and it's, it costs you nothing. So if you wanted to do that, we'd appreciate that. You know what? I'm going to do an ask this week, Tom. What? Can we hear that big ask theme song? <sighs> we don't have to. No, that's all right. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, if you enjoy the show, if you really enjoy the show, uh, if you could go to iTunes and uh, leave us a good review, mm-hmm. um, just write something real quick, nice, mm-hmm. rate us five stars or whatever. Uh, <laughs> that'd be nice. There's been some negative Nellies uh, oh, on, the, on the iTunes. Oh, I, haven't, like, I haven't looked at it. Look, a bit. guys, I know you don't get it, and we're not for everybody. And it's not like, oh, you don't get it because you're dumb. No, we're just not for everybody. Yeah. Uh, but if you do exa- like it. For example, dumb people. Yeah, most dumb people don't like us because they're too dumb to understand all the fucking smart things we're saying all the time. Yeah. Uh, but if you could, uh, just go to iTunes, uh, click those happy buttons. Uh, hey, if you want <laughs> Right now there's some guy who who uh, bought a Daewoo after listening to this, like, those sons of bitches. <laughs> One star. <laughs> <coughs> Um, do, do all your car research online, they told me. You can uh, get all this information at the uh, at the newly redesigned TCGTE.com. Uh, you can get uh, you can get tickets to our live shows. Please come to our live shows. Yeah, TCGTE.com slash live. Uh, Patreon. TCGTE.com slash pledge. After party at TGI Fridays. TGIFridays.com slash fun. <laughs> Uh, do they deliver endless apps? Can you get endless apps delivered? Yeah, the delivery guys hate that. You have to tip every time. Yeah, but only like a quarter or so. Tom, uh, let's say you go to a coffee shop, right? Mm-hmm. And you buy a coffee to stay because you're doing a little work there. Mm-hmm. And they say $2. I did this yesterday. Yeah, I did it yesterday too. Uh, They say $2.50, please. That's exactly how much my coffee costs. <laughs> So you had them swipe the card, right? Because every uh, coffee shop has mm-hmm. like Square now or one of those. Oh, a swiper? Yeah, no, but I don't do that. I pay in cash. I never have cash. 
So I leave a $1 tip on that, right? Mm-hmm. Then I go back and I was like, can I have a refill, please? And they're like, can sure. Have a refund. I didn't like it. No, uh, like, and the tip back, too. Sure. Uh, can I have more coffee? And they're oh. like, yeah, that's just a dollar. Right. Okay. What do I do in that situation? Do I now tip 100%? Did you have to swipe your card again? Yeah. Get some cash. But even even Tim, so. those fees, they're, they're barely uh, keeping their head above water. Well, so make a minimum. That's illegal, actually. I tried to point that out at a bar, and they were just like, because I didn't have any like, cash. Okay, then get out. Yeah, no, I put a card down, uh-huh. and I opened a tab, uh-huh. and then I had a couple drinks, and then I tried to close my tab, and they were like, oh, no, there's a $12 minimum. And I was like, oh, I don't have any cash. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, you can use that ATM over there. The ATM had a $3 fee. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, okay, no, it's illegal. Run my card. Mm-hmm. And they ran it. See, you're not the only tough guy around here, <laughs> Tom. Uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, New York is breaking me. <laughs>